This is Journey Audio back at y'all with another podcast. And last night, something really triggered me on Facebook. So, there's a picture floating of a few women, um, some from around the world, proposing to their husbands. Notice I said husbands. Because not one of those men looked like they were hesitant about saying yes. And the comments, the opinions, the overall asinine remarks made by a lot of black women floored me. First of all, there's a pattern that I noticed. And that is that most of those women that were so vocal don't have a man. Sorry. Um, I've never been able to understand how someone who don't have, excuse me, doesn't have a partner always wants to talk about other people's partners. Never understood that. You know what I'm saying? Not saying single friends can't give sound advice because they can. But at the same token, if your track record is shitty, man, I'm not taking anything from you. I don't even want a glass of water out of your house. You keep that negative energy over there, okay? Because sometimes, you know, your friends don't have your best interests at heart. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to sit up here and read these comments about women feeling like, oh... A woman shouldn't have to propose to her husband. That's not how it's done. And that's not what the Bible says and all this other crazy stuff. It's so crazy how y'all pick and choose when y'all want to be Christians. Okay? Full-time heathens, part-time Christians. Never been able to understand that, but back to the topic at hand. I find love to be beautiful. As long as it's not hurting you, yourself, or others. Um, And legal, okay? Knock, knock. And I just don't get the hoopla. You know what I'm saying? I love to see people get married, women propose, men propose. You know what I'm saying? It's 2021. Nothing is the same, okay? 1955 on, that way of living, thinking, and... uh. Just overall life is over. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't babysit your kids. The iPads do. Okay? You don't teach them nothing. I mean, I got 25-year-olds that don't know their life from their right. And I don't say nothing. (laughs) It took me a while, too. (laughs) But women proposing to their husbands... To me, it's just as beautiful as if a man did it. I mean, this is a woman, a feminine energy, proposing to her partner, you know what I'm saying, devoting her life, committing the rest of her days to this one man. Why are y'all looking at those women as they're dumb? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to break this down. Most women 
most, not all, desire to have a family. Be it just them and their partner or them, their partner and kids. But however you get there, however your journey is set out, that's your journey. Don't look at the next woman's journey and criticize her because she's not living like you. Okay? And notice that I said some women want a family, be it just them and their partner or them, their partner and kids. Now all women want to be mothers. And there is nothing wrong with that. That is her body. That is her choice. That is her lifestyle. That is what? Her journey. If God sees fit, or whoever she you know, looks at as a high power, for her to be a mom, it's going to happen. But if she lives her life in a way that she does not desire to be a mother, that's okay. I'm not going to shame her. Now, I do joke around with my friends. And I'd be like, where are you going to get pregnant? But that is a light joke. I get that that can be offensive. Um, I'm I'm growing because some women, you know what I'm saying, they can't bear children. And in their case, having a child for them is like a little more complicated than some. Um, my heart goes out to the women that desire to be mothers and cannot um, produce children. Um, I don't know what that's like. Um, I cannot relate to you. But my heart goes out to you because that may be something that may be the missing puzzle piece to this already jacked up life. <laughs> so with the females that I've encountered in my life, they do more for less. <laughs> and what I mean by that is chasing behind men that don't belong to them. Um, of course, sex, you know what I'm saying, dates, quality time, cuddling, you know what I'm saying, even moving in together. That's a new one. Doing all of these things for men that don't have any desire to be a dad or a husband. That's truly disappointing to me because some men aren't as honest about that in the beginning. So they lead the women on and the women just creates this gigantic home, not a house. They create a home in hopes of that next chapter of her life, her becoming a mother and a wife. Okay, for men, sometimes, you know, it's too much for them. It's too much. And sometimes they don't realize it until two kids later. Sometimes they don't realize it until 10, 15 years later. They don't want the pressure of being responsible for the livelihood of their home. They don't want that kind of pressure. They want to just get up, go, run, play in the streets, play video games, play with other women, 
and men, knock, knock, but they don't have any desire to be more than what they are. And that is in your guts. That's unfortunate, but that's how it is out here. Now, jumping back to this picture, these women look, they look like successful women. They don't look broke. They don't look desperate. These are good looking women and these men are handsome. And y'all look at these women as they're stupid and they're dumb and they're wasting their time. But yet Tyrone has broken your last two phones, expensive phones. He's put a hole in your bedroom wall. Okay. He's called your job and embarrassed you. Oh, vice versa. <laughs> Because some of y'all are a psycho, okay? A straight jacket might be cute on you. You know? We'll make sure it's fashion over. But it's the toxicity of the relationships and the normalizing of toxic behaviors that have jaded, you know, people's view on social media of marriage. Y'all are too comfortable being baby mamas. Y'all are too comfortable settling for men that really don't want you. You know what I'm saying? I learned in high school, a hole is a hole. Okay? Doesn't matter what it's on. As long as it can grip and drip when needed, they don't give it. They don't care. Okay? And like I said, the post, it really triggered me. I went on like a 15-minute tangent. (laughs) Of course, none of that is recorded. But I was just irritated. You know what I'm saying? My goal one day is to be a husband. That's my goal. That's my end goal. You know what I'm saying? Um, To be on my own, to have my own family, Um, a close family, okay? I want my family to know their uncle. I want my family to know their aunt. I want my family to be close. Not, you know, being in a grocery store and walking right past your cousins. You know what I'm saying? And I would love for my kids to meet their grandmother, the woman that, you know what I'm saying, raised me. Social media, honestly, is so... How can I put it? I mean, it's not... Because we make social media social media. If we're not socializing on it, it has no legs. But when y'all see posts of women proposing to men, y'all treat it like it's something bad, like it's something nasty and negative. But yet posts like NBA Youngboy having herpes, um, Nicki Minaj's allergic coke uh, habit, um, Cardi B and Offset's relationship, Sweetie and, you know what I'm saying, her ex-dude falling out. Y'all praise that stuff and jump sides and can't wait to say what y'all want to say, but when it comes down to something as beautiful as marriage, you know, something that's a little non-traditional um, with men being the, you know what I'm saying, proposee, it's like y'all just hate it. You tear it apart. You rip it to shreds. 
You know what I'm saying? You treat it like your report cards. And I just, I don't, I don't get it. It never makes sense to me why women proposing is so bad to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all quote the Bible even saying, you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing or something to that effect. Okay, but who's to say he didn't already see wife potential in her? Okay. Who's to say he's not going to turn around and pull out a ring? You know what I'm saying? It's 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 so frustrating what's become accepted, what's become normal. And I just this world is it's, it's something else, honestly. It's it's something else. That concludes this podcast. I appreciate you for listening. Stay tuned. This is Jedi Audio back at y'all with another podcast and I just wanted to come on here and talk about the importance of sex and relationships. Sex is important. Okay. Busting a nut with your partner is very ideal. Um, however you may get that nut, it's your business. But intimacy, affection, all play a part in a good, healthy relationship. Kissing, you know what I'm saying, before you leave the house, when you get back in the house. Or just because. All of that is very important. It shouldn't always lead to sex. Um, but intimacy, you know, just feeling wanted, feeling loved, feeling appreciated is far more important than people realize. When you give your body to another person, that's an exchange of energies. That's an exchange of feelings. That's an exchange of traumas. That's an exchange of souls. And a lot of people don't, they don't get that. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to thought and bop, but when you settle yourself down with somebody that you love, you know what I'm saying? And you decide to become, you know, sexually active with one another, you need to understand that that is something that should not be, that shouldn't be taken lightly. Sex can create life. Sex can destroy lives. Okay? Let that sink in. It can create life. It can destroy life. So why are we just having sex with everybody? When you're in a relationship... Your partner and you, y'all should explore. I feel like when you're in the bedroom, you should explore. You should try things. You should try games. I know when I'm in Spencer's, I can look curious. You know what I'm saying? I have a couple of tricks up my sleeve. Um, Because let's face it, if you're going to be together, you know what I'm saying, for the long run, you need to learn how to keep it fresh. Spice it up. I'm a Sag. I bore very easily. It's to the point where it frustrates you because if it doesn't feed you, stimulate you, or fuck you, it's going to make you sleepy. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Maybe that's my insomnia speaking for me. I don't know. 
but you have to keep it fresh. Oh, we're going to talk about hygiene too, ladies. Oh, trust. I'm not, huh? Nobody's off the hook. But if you're in, you know what I'm saying, a good, healthy, trustworthy partnership with your husband or boyfriend, you should want to go above and beyond, especially if he's going above and beyond, you know, financially and emotionally, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to get in a cowgirl outfit and playing Meg the Stallion and throwing that ass in his face. Okay? It's very ideal to do the crybaby after dinner and a nice shower and a good lotion down with some sugar scrubs and shit like that. That's very ideal. Okay? Especially if he's putting in that work. He's paying all the bills. You know what I'm saying? Your money is your money, but you take care of the kids. Or whatever, what have you. Keep the house clean and straight. You know what I'm saying? Sex. That that sex life that you create. Baby. <laughs> Chase each other around the house. You know what I'm saying? With or without clothes. That's fun. You know? With the shit that's going on in the world. Okay? The very least that you can do is have peace at home, good food, okay, love and attention, and some bomb sex, okay? And what is this with women not wanting to suck dick? Excuse me? When you get up in the morning, I need you to take a look in the mirror and grow up, okay? I got a gag reflex. So, they got stuff for that. I don't like how he be trying to choke me. Well, you see your girls online that, you know what I'm saying, talk about shit like this, get to know them. Okay? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Everybody can't handle choking, fellas. Calm down. But, you know what I'm saying? Just shave yourself. Make it smell good. You know what I'm saying? Make it fun. And that's my whole get up. Is make it fun. Play some music. Oil down. Give each other erotic massages. You know what I'm saying? I know some of y'all don't know what erotic means, but just get naked. Just do that. Um... Fellas, okay, don't get the DJ Khaled syndrome and not eat pussy. Um, That's childish behavior. And you need to figure it out. And if you don't have no money, at this point, it's required, okay? What did Cardi B say? Broke boys don't deserve no pussy? So at this point, you don't deserve it, but you're getting it. And you need to go all in, go all out, okay your ass. Let's get back to the seriousness of the topic. <laughs> but I've been a victim of infidelity. I've victimized someone. Um, the thing about it is, when the emotional connection is there, in the bedroom especially... It makes everything feel better. It makes you feel like 
like less of just a fuck and a nut, but more of like a soul, more like a person, an intimate being. And that's for females and males. Some men don't want to just feel like a dick. Some want to feel like, you know what I'm saying, half of you. Even even though they're inside of you, but they still want to feel like a person. No one wants to be in a relationship with somebody where sex is being used, you know what I'm saying, as almost like a weapon. Bad sex is like punishment. I mean, I feel like this. If me and you smashing and I'm bored, if you know me, you know my body, and you know how to communicate, you'll know. Like, ugh. Like, y'all niggas, and some of y'all females just talk it up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all text, I'm gonna sit on that dick, and I'm gonna ride that dick, and I'm gonna do all this crazy acrobatic shit, knowing damn well I ain't stretched since 10th grade. And then y'all get in the bedroom, and it's like having sex with a corpse. You know what I'm saying? You just lie there. And men, what's up with y'all not moaning? What's that about? That that makes you feel like you're having sex with somebody that's not there. Almost like blow-up doll action. You know what I'm saying? Y'all getting head. Moaning is, to me, like the sounds of satisfaction. When you eat, what do you say? Mmm. Mmm. Yum. You even smack a little bit. Do the same thing when you're having sex. If she's down there, even if her head game is mediocre, but you know she trying her best, you know what I'm saying? Maybe she done scraped your dick a, a few times. Just work around it. You know what I'm saying? Encourage her. And if it's, if it's for what it's worth, coach her. Say, hey, I don't like when you do that. Try this. You know, if they can if they can handle, well, it's also about maturity. If she can handle criticism, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, tell her, hey, look, when you giving me head, more spit and stop talking so much. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, just make it fun. Don't make sex feel like a chore. Don't make sex feel like it's it's bad. It's well, it is nasty. It better be nasty. Otherwise, we're going home. Um, but seriously, just just make it fun. You know, no one wants a bad partner in the bedroom. Cause some people are a little fickle, so they can have like that role model husband, father figure to support. But then they get in the bedroom and it's like losing your virginity. It's like, are you going to take your pants off first or am I going to go first? Or are you going to take my pants off? We don't got time for this shit. We grown. We've been having sex for a little while. If you haven't, I'm not talking to you. Okay? Write that down. But no. um, When it comes down to, like I said, sex, it's like y'all just, ugh. And then when y'all in the bedroom, it's like nobody's vocalizing, you know what I'm saying, how they feel, if it's good, if it's bad. You know, people need to know this stuff. You shouldn't look at it like a pride kill. If your partner tells you something like that, they want you to fix it. Not, They're not coming at you. They're not talking down at you. Well, then again, some of y'all can be a little abrasive. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God, stop doing that. Oh, my God. Like, ugh, it's a little extra. But 
you get my drift. <laughs> like, nobody wants to have trash sex for the rest of their life. Especially not with their husband. Oh, God. And y'all wonder why people cheat. Ugh. And then if you're just bad on purpose because you don't want to do it, that's going to show too. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like sex, tell somebody that early on. Matter of fact, on the first date. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really into sex like that. You know what I'm saying? I do what I do, but I'm not really a, I'm not really a sex person. Tell somebody some stuff. Tell them something like that early. Don't get in a relationship, talk it up, make it sound good, dress it up, and then get in the bedroom and it's like, what are we doing? You know? Men. As much internet as there is, there is no excuse why you can't find a clip. No excuse. Okay? You don't need GPS to find a clip. I'm gay and I can find it. But y'all be sitting up here. It's almost like I need a map. <laughs> High beams on. A hat. A flashlight. Magnifying glass. All this equipment to find a clip. Oh. And then let's talk about y'all, you know what I'm saying, down there region. If she wants you to shave, don't look at that as being too feminine. Shave that shit. Nobody wants to be down there with a mouthful of hair. Okay? She don't know if she's sucking dick or kissing the cat's ass. Nobody wants to go through that. Um, When y'all are, you know what I'm saying, especially if you want your salad toast, let's practice cleaning our behinds. Let's wipe, okay? If we need to use more tissue or, or more baby wipes, let's do so. But there's no reason why, if she's down there giving you head, why, if she grazes your balls, her fingernails turn black. What's going on in the what's going on in the booty? What's going on in the booty? I'm not understanding. Since when has cleaning your anal region become less masculine? When has hygiene become a feminine thing? If you're gonna have sex with people, you need to make sure you're clean. Okay, ladies? No fish markets. Okay? If we want twisted crab, we'll get in the car, we'll go get it. Nobody wants a fishy-ass wife or a fishy-ass girlfriend. Now, things happen. Your pH gets thrown off. That happens. But if you're going to have sex, if this is what you want to do, then you need to make sure it smells good. You know what I'm saying? If you went in the kitchen and you made biscuits, eggs, and bacon look real good, but it smell like fish, you still going to want it? No, you won't. So don't be up here dressed up, looking like a sex kitten, and you smell like kitty litter. It's not acceptable. Um, at this point, I feel like you should be arrested. Absolutely. And to my fellas, my uncircumcised fellas, if we want cheese, Got a whole fridge full of it. I mean, mozzarella, provolone, cheddar, Monterey Jack, Kobe Jack, Pepper Jack even. But your dick 
it's not the place that we want to have cheese. First of all, most of us are lactose. Ain't even supposed to be eating cheese in the first place. So when we peel back that head and we go to... See, no. I can't even get into it like I want to. Just clean it, okay? We don't want feta, okay? We want pita. <laughs> we, we, ugh. I don't even know how y'all get in bed with people. I've read stories online of people on dates with people that they potentially wanted to, you know, be with. And the men are initiating the sex, but they haven't showered. So I call it after work dick. It's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's good. You know, sometimes you, I mean, you season your food, don't you? But no, I'm kidding. But it can smell. I guess I could say it can smell a little rugged, but it shouldn't stink. And what I mean by rugged is you took a shower lotion up. You went outside for an hour and a half. Got a little bit of, you know, moisture. That's doable. Not running track. Not playing football. That, that ain't gonna work for me. For y'all other folk, that's y'all tea. That's cool. Not for me. But if we're gonna do our thing, you know what I'm saying? If you're gonna do your thing in your bedroom with your partner, it's like, let's, let, let's get it together. Okay? Let's keep it cute, fun, and clean. <laughs> you know? And let's get into the, let's get into the music. Now, certain songs, put me in the mood, certain love songs make me horny. And for those of you that like to listen to music anyway, you have your choice, you little freaks, okay, reading Fifty Shades of Grey with the Vaseline and the tissue beside you when you was in high school. Ain't nobody stupid. But no, certain songs can bring about, I mean, certain frequencies can bring about certain emotions anyway. So just imagine the right love song with the right stroke, okay? We want all the kids, all of them, okay? Don't drop no calls. But 90s love songs just take you there, okay? What I'm not going to do, as cute as the songs may be, I will not be riding dick to say so. As much as I love Doja, we're not doing that. You got to have the right song. And if you don't know what's going to come next on your little shuffle playlist, make one. That way you know. You know what I'm saying? I'd have been in the bedroom getting busy, about to reach my, you know, my final destination. And Aaliyah came on. I miss you. Not Aaliyah come over or anything cute or fun or Aaliyah choosy lover. Her cover, you know, from the Isley Brothers. Bitch, I miss you. I'm not going to nut to that because every time I hear that song, I'm going to have that memory of me having a complete and total full body orgasm to an artist that's no longer living. And to make it worse, it's the last song that we had of hers before she passed away. It's like, eh, mama did raise me to be like that. But no, um, seriously. Okay, I want y'all to have fun in the bedroom. I want y'all to be safe. You know what I'm saying? Use condoms if you need to. You know what I'm saying? Raw is law. I'm kidding. But no, <laughs> just have fun. 
you know, let's keep it hygienic, keep it fun, let's talk, you know what I'm saying, communicate. Babe, I love when you lick my nipples from the back, and I love when you play with my balls, baby. Like, stuff like that. Let's, let's, let's talk. Let's open up the dialogue. Don't be on Facebook sharing posts, talk about, man, I wish I was getting some good dick at home. Don't do that, because that's disrespectful and that's foul. And some of y'all pussies is too loose to be so proud any fucking way. But anywho, if <laughs> you talk about oh, his dick small, is the dick small or is the hole just too wide? You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all have a lot of traffic, okay? Your tunnels have been stretched open from here to Timbuktu. And you have the audacity to give a man with a seven-inch dick a hard time. You don't you don't have which well what you do have is audacity. You know what I'm saying? That's what you do have. That concludes this podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I love what I do. <laughs> this is Dreddy Audio back at y'all with another podcast. And I wanted to talk about Facebook beefs. I love beef. Highs 57 me, please. But there's no greater beef than Facebook beef. Because it just never stops. You know, y'all get on Facebook. I mean, Twitter, Instagram, all all those other social media platforms are great. But Facebook beef, Facebook beef is different. It's, It's louder. And what I mean by louder is most people have family, coworkers, you know, jobs, kids, all of that on their profile. So to receive a public dragging, I'm sorry, I get excited. <laughs> like, I don't care if I'm at work. I don't care if I'm driving. If I see a beef, you damn right I'm going to hit see more. Okay? I want to know why Raekwon is up here screenshotting his baby mama talk about she need the money for her abortion the whole time. She won't ever pregnant. I need to know why she's lying like that. I need to know why he screenshot. I want to know why this is a thing. Okay? I want to know why David, you know what I'm saying, has a picture of his roommate butt naked in his phone and his baby mama just basically put it out there on Facebook for us all to read. The roommate comments and says, he took that picture as a joke. You need to mind your business. And now they're going at it. Oh, I'm here for all of that. Oh, especially... Especially when everybody's trying to figure out why does he, why is the picture even a thing? What what's really going on between you and your roommate? Now that that is the T. When y'all get mad at y'all best friends, y'all females, y'all are cutthroat. Okay, y'all love to say gay people can drag, but ain't nothing worse than the severing of a friendship between two. Girls, and they know all each other's business. Okay? Maturity goes out the window and pettiness walks in. Because y'all will talk about how a bitch had roaches in their house in the fourth grade. Y'all will talk about how the lights and the water was off when you stayed the night. How their daddy came home drunk, wanting to fill on them. Y'all talk about it all. Okay? Y'all talk about how they share clothes. Y'all talk about how they booty holes smell when they sleep and they be farting, how it smell like death. Just overall, just dragging of each other. 
talk about each other's marriages. That's why your husband, you know what I'm saying, frequents Purple Rain on the weekend telling you he had uh, practice with his friend. Like, it just gets cutthroat. Talk about each other's kids. Oh, my gosh. Talking about your, your uh, daughter, teeth fell out when she was four. She's 15. She still has no teeth. Stuff like that. Okay, lead paint poisoning. All that. Y'all go in. Y'all upload y'all bank accounts, which I don't get that. Niggas. Have you ever heard of this one thing? It's it's widely understood. It's been happening since the Stone Age. It's called being robbed. You ever heard of that? And y'all upload everything that y'all own. Woo, child. I can tell you what's in your closet before I can tell you what's in mine. Y'all love to flex on people. Especially when y'all are arguing. But I just have one thing to tell you. Just listen closely. Come here. A little bit closer. A little bit closer. Nobody gives a fuck what you have. Okay? Nobody. Real people that go to work Make their own money, buy their own things, and get this, pay for their own rooms and get them in their own name. We don't care what you have because guess what? It's material. When y'all post fights, sometimes my neck be hurting. Y'all can't hold a camera still. Okay? For some reason, y'all can hold a camera still when you're doing something you ain't got no business doing. But when it comes down to recording fights, the hands are so shaky. Like, I have anxiety, too. But this looks like a breakdown. <laughs> like, why are your hands so shaky? And why does it seem like the camera always pans down to the ground? Okay, so are we looking at ants or are we looking at a fight? Because at this point, I'm interested in the fight. You know what I'm saying? I love the fact that the concrete is so, you know what I'm saying, dark. It's beautiful. It probably just rained. But when y'all beef with people, another thing I never really understood is why do y'all drop y'all address? Excuse me? If a bitch want to fight, she can pull up at 12, 13, beat this pussy up lane. But you do know this is the internet, right? You have 3,000 average, I'm just giving the average number, 3,500 Facebook friends. You don't know 3,000 of those. And you just gave your address to everybody. I understand you want that bitch to pull up. Trust me, it's a lot of people I want to pull up. But they're not. Not in my house. Okay? We shoot the key or not the scale. So, when you drop your address, just know you are endangering your house. Okay? your roommates, your kids, or whoever lives with you, you're endangering your car. Okay, people love to ride past and write down license plates. Absolutely. People love to screenshot. Screenshot is like a sport. It's like, ready, set, go. <laughs> Especially for me. Okay? Because y'all love to post and delete. But like Lovely T said, the internet don't forget. I don't. It's some shit that I probably should be remembering. But I don't. <laughs> Excuse me, did you say priorities? 
But yeah. And like I said, when y'all drop y'all addresses, it's just like, ugh, I know you mad. I know you angry. I know you in your feelings. I know you just want to tear this bitch new asshole. But let's be a little bit smarter. And <laughs> can we stop getting so mad? It's like black women, especially black men, black people in general are always seen as aggressive. We're not allowed to have something wrong without someone making a statement. You, you always mad. You always pissed off. I do it as a joke, but I'm going to stop doing it because I'm just further feeding the stereotype that black men are always mad. That black men are aggressive. I'm feeding into the stereotype that's against me. I got to stop that. So do y'all. And when we get on social media, sometimes, you know, we get up there and we talk our shit. We state our opinions, talk about our achievements, you know, our relationship, our kids, our day, food, or just overall state of ass non opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's the internet. It's I can't say free speech because it's not. Um, but that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? But we all get on, you know what I'm saying, social media platforms. Y'all have an already existing uh, issue with somebody. Y'all will take that shit. Sometimes y'all will talk about it in one day, 500 times. Or y'all will take it and carry it for the rest of the year. And I'm, it's December, okay? Back in February, you said that, you know what I'm saying, you wanted to find somewhere to live. Because you just can't do it no more. Here it is, December. And now you're saying, bitches, it's nasty. This is why I, I want to move out. Okay, well, that makes sense. Those are tied together. But you blocked your roommate. And I'm a little annoyed. Because I, I wanted them to speak their piece. <laughs> I wanted them to get up there and, and talk their shit. You know what I'm saying? Let me stop. But no, seriously. Don't sit up here and act like you ain't never been in the middle of cooking something on the stove, turn the eye down uh, to low so you could focus on something that was really irrelevant. Don't do me. You do it too. But when I was in high school, we had these things called disc pages. And uh, people would take pictures from different profiles and add them on, you know, a little fake account, a little spam account, and talk crazy shit about people. I mean, I was on a couple... They called me faggot, gay, sissy, bitch, Nicki Minaj, wallpaper, big booty, bouncing, sissy, just crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Talking about my book bag. And I love my book bag. Don't do me. Um, <laughs> Talking about my hair. Talking about how I dress. They never said I stunk, though. So whatever the fuck they had to say about my image is cool. But a bitch never could say I stunk. Period. But y'all sit up here. And y'all create these accounts and y'all remain anonymous. It's like the anonymous hate, but public love. Can't wait to see the people you posted hugging, kissing on them. Talking, hey, I miss you. You my bestie. And the whole time is secret animosity. And before there was, you know what I'm saying, Instagram, we had MySpace. Before Facebook, there was MySpace. Okay? We used to get down in them chat rooms on Yahoo. Okay? That was our thing. But 
when they made it possible to share a a status, you know, on Yahoo Messenger, we took it and ran with it, of course. You know, AOL, woo woo, come on, nineties babies. Um when Facebook came along, they made it so you could comment. You know what I'm saying? Because Facebook and MySpace, Facebook was originally, I guess, for college students. So MySpace kind of had to catch up or however that went. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But when you have, like I said, social media, you got like real people out here that are quote unquote non-confrontational. The internet is their playground. Okay. They will take pictures of you, post them from their pages and trash you. I mean, call you all out your name, talk about your livelihood, your job, your income. I mean, I mean, I've even seen people upload pictures of other people's children. It's like y'all take everything and put it on Facebook. Like, I know who's beefing with who, who don't like who, who not friends with who. And I love it, though. I love it. Unpopular opinion. I love it. <laughs> I'm here for it all. You know what I'm saying? It's entertaining. Um, celebrities, when they beef, they take it to Twitter. They, I guess that's like the one up on us. They take it. They don't get on Facebook. They don't really have real Facebook profiles. They take it to Twitter. And when they take it to Twitter, y'all screenshot it and put it on Facebook. <laughs> but with Twitter, um, to me, Twitter is where you can really sound off. Because if you have, like, your church... Most people don't have their church members on their Twitters. You know, Twitter's where you can be as nasty, vulgar, rude, loud, extra as you want to be. You know what I'm saying? But with Facebook, it's kind of like... Facebook's a little bit doubt. No. No, I can't even say that. Because I've seen y'all upload other people's nudes and put emojis over their private parts. Saying, oh, this little dick nigga uh, burnt me and da 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 Like, y'all go off. Like, but I'm here for all of it. <laughs> That concludes this podcast. Thank you for listening.